Hi, and welcome to Air Graphics Podcast. My name is Ralph Kelly, the owner of Air Graphics, airbrushing and character. This week we have Steve Martin of Takashi Doodles. All right, we are. All right. Tonight we got Steve Martin of Takashi Doodles. Is that right, Takashi? Yeah, Takashi. It's it's the name of my YouTube channel. Ah, cool. And I added a link for earlier for people to go in and subscribe to your your YouTube. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So where are you from? Uh, Originally, I was born in Japan and moved here to America um, a few years later. Moved around. My dad was military. Okay, military. Yeah, so we were always moving a lot, going all over the place. And then we ended up in Panama City Beach. Oh, that's where you've been ever since? Panama City? Or now you're in Atlanta? <clears throat> a big part of it, yeah. Big part of it. So, any social networks you want to promote? Um, I guess my YouTube channel is pretty much it. It's still small, but I haven't really ramped up in the last month or so, you know. Had to got a little busy, so I had to slow down. Yeah, and I'm gonna be ramping it up here soon, like really ramping it, doing that, doing social, other social medias, you know, the, the Instagram, yeah. talks, things like that. Yeah, I was, uh, we were talking earlier about TikTok. About I yeah. think it's a, I think it's a, it's the, it's the next one that that's everybody going to. Yeah, that's pretty much pretty much is, pretty much is. Yeah. I believe, anyways, personally, I believe that. TikTok's the way to go. So tell us something about yourself. Um, man. Well, I've been doing airbrush for about going on 32 years. Wow. Yeah. 33 years, actually. This will be 33 years. So I've been doing it since I was a little, you know, since I was a kid, you know, I I went to, uh, it was kind of cool because me and my friends, we would go surfing. And at the time, Pat Gaines uh, was in Interlight Surf Shop, and that's where they built that massive, you know, that's when Airbrush was big. It was at the late 80s, you know, and <clears throat> and uh, going into the 90s and all before Bill had sold the business. But I used to go in there and watch them all the time. I mean, there was guys like, uh, I believe it was, Pat Gaines was in there, but when I, when I really went in there, Pat Gaines was at the end before he just left. So I only saw him a few times in there. So, but there was other people, you know, a lot of good artists. I, I know Tim Mitchell worked in there, I believe. And uh, um, who was it? Um, oh man, what's the other one? Um, Pat Reynolds. I think there was another one like that. And then there was, of course, some other, some other artists that went in there and all that. So I used to sit and just watch them. Oh, wow. Just watch them and, you know, I'd come back from surfing and just go in there and just watch. So you used to surf a lot when you were younger? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I still do. I still do today. So, so I've, yeah. I've been doing that forever. So I, I like it. It's a good sport to get into. Yeah. I'll always be scared of the – now was all, I've seen, like, a lot of shark bites and shark things going on. You ain't never worried about that? No, no. I, I've seen I've seen enough sharks. In Panama City Beach, there are a lot of them, but oh, you don't wow. really necessarily see them, and they don't bother you. So as for shark bites, out of all the ones that are in the water, it's, it's very rare. Uh, the oh. only place that's really sharky is over here on the East Coast now, uh, New Smyrna. 
So it's a very sharky place. So everybody, you'll, you'll hear it on the news that people get bit every now and then. It's generally, you know, slightly smaller sharks are coming up into the shore. Like oh, that. that's crazy. That's still crazy. After I've seen a lot of videos, mm-hmm. I don't want to mess with the ocean, man. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild, man. But it's not bad. Yeah. So the next one was uh, how long you've been airbrushing, but you said like 32 years. Right? Yeah, 32 years, going on 33 this year. So it's so, been a while, you know. Yeah. So, and you found out about going into the shops and just hanging out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, uh, I did that. I did that for a little while and watching them and everything. I was already drawing at the time, doing a lot mm-hmm. of other stuff. And I just really liked the airbrush. So I used to go to another one too, just down the way. It was probably a block down the road. It was Surf Shack. That's where uh, <clears throat> people like uh, Marty Figlinski and, and uh, Earl Poole was there. And, and there was Rich Hernandez and all of them were, you know, they, they'd worked there for a little while, but Marty was mostly at Shipwreck T-shirts, the longest, I believe. And Troy Pierce and all of them were over there too. So the oh, T-shirts wow. and I go watch them all. I mean, everybody surfed. Everybody was locals, so kind of got to just do that. That's more. cool to be able to like see all the. I guess that's like mainly like all the original people, huh? Yeah, like, there there was a lot more. I, I met a bunch more people, but mostly, you know, I I, I just watched them at Trader Rick's. Yeah. So when did you actually go in and actually start to paint? Actually, actually, I got I got hired I got hired in the Walmart at uh, Big Airbrush, oh, yeah. and um, I was a shirt nurse, and I was doing that. And then um, oh, I forgot his name, a guy named Sean, I believe. He had decided to leave or something, and I was just tooling around, you know, with the airbrush more and more and more. And uh, eventually, I just became an airbrush artist. And then we went from there. We went to the Middle Beach Road, and then stayed in there for a long time. So I, I was. I was doing that for about 24 years. Oh, wow. You yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, you I thought you was like, you was at, in at big airbrush for 24 yeah, years. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, then of course, Pat came along. We had, uh, there was a shop built at pure park and, uh, I was there and Pat came along and Pat Gaines was working with us <clears throat> to move to Orlando. And then eventually the opportunity came for me to come here because of course, Walt Disney world, which that's what we always did. Yeah. And that was one of my big inspirations for cartooning and mm. doing all that. So it was, it was kind of a really big opportunity to come here and do that. And now I just work with Pat. Mm. So what kind of airbrush did you start out with? I started out with the old school paches with the brash inserts, the oh, good wow. ones, the good, yeah, ones. the good ones. Yeah. Yeah, the really good ones. And then I worked my way up to, from there, I went straight to Iwata's, I believe. No, I tried Badger for a little bit. But Badger's had the new crescendos out that time. And uh, <clears throat> I had, it, I had for me personally, I had issues drawing with the crescendos. You know, they were, um, it, it just didn't, it didn't fit my hand very well because the way it's, it's a little bit bigger. So I was, was going to say it's like fat, like the, the <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was a lot fatter. So I, it just didn't fit my hand very well. And then I worked my way to Iwata's eventually. And then I've been stuck on that ever since. Cause I like, yeah. the, I think everybody still like a, yeah. a HPB, PCS. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Just the standard Iwata. They're like the Cadillac of, yeah, know, they're it. They're it. So when you were, um, so I, I, the next question is who taught you how to airbrush? I guess while you were shirt nursing, you were like practicing or is like 
No, it's it's because I was drawing and I just liked it. I eventually did it by myself, you know, and then and when I went in there, <clears throat> several artists taught taught me how to do things, you know. And then I just I I learned a lot like my lettering, I learned from Tim Mitchell and mm -hmm. Marty Figlinski. Marty Figlinski has a really good printing style. It's really cool looking and it's 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 really nice and clean. So I, I practiced that a lot. Eventually and then I watched Tim Mitchell because I was working beside him and he, he just he, just watching him just do the lettering because he always kept saying lettering's it lettering's it this is it this is where it's at lettering. yeah yeah I, I think so too <clears throat> yeah lettering just cleans it all up for everything I mean even if the yeah. drawing's not that good the lettering just saves yeah it. yeah and and then eventually I just got to my own style and I watched a lot of other people over time and I kind of picked up traits from every single person and kind of add my own flair over time. So, yeah, it ends yeah um, I noticed y'all don't have like a double strip. Y'all just have like the single, single strip. Y'all don't do the double. Y'all don't like one side fat one. What What do you mean? The double strip? The, the, on the, on the script. It's just like, y'all just have a single stroke. Like, don't oh yeah. 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 Um, I can do, I can do a, a thick to thin in one stroke. But what I've come to learn is for me, myself, <clears throat> if you'll ever see thick to thin, you'll notice there's always an edge on it and a slight overspray of edge when you do thick to thin with one stroke because you're pushing so much paint and so much air out. But mm -hmm. if you do a single simple line and double back and you're quick enough to it and then double back and make them thicker, you have a nice tight, clean, thin line with an extra double stroke. And that's another secondary or third, you know, thin line and it makes the lettering super clean yeah so, i know y'all letters y'all letters are y'all letters are clean yeah in the store yeah in the store yeah pretty much um a lot of those designs yeah i've been painting the designs in there so it's it's pretty yeah it's pretty fine i like it i like lettering yeah it, it i guess it, it makes y'all you can tell where it came from when you see it that way you know what i'm saying because yeah. uh like i guess you sometimes you can look at somebody's work and you'll you'll know exactly who did it. Oh yeah, it. for sure, for sure. Yeah, so, style. so are you still in any contact with any of the people you started out with? Um, not as much lately. I've just been so busy. But every now and then I talk to a few people. Uh, they're, I mean, they're still friends. You know, I got a lot of friends that still airbrush and everything, and I talk to them all the time. I talk to everybody knows Becky, of course. I still talk to her. Yeah. 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 I'm always chatting with her, just rumbling. Yeah, we got an average librarian. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I know. So, um, so you ever had any aspirations to open up your own shop, or just you just find no? Uh, you know what? I never really did. I, I I did a lot of other side stuff. Um, I do side stuff, you know, on my own, but I've never really cared to do my own shop, like an actual brick and mortar. I think everything right now is pretty much moving online. It's pretty much yeah. inevitable. It's it's gonna just keep going. Everything's online, and with the way things are going now, so yeah, for real. <clears throat> um, do you have any? Do you have your own little Etsy, or you started an Etsy, or anything like that? I do have an Etsy site, but I haven't really put anything on it lately. I took everything off, and I kind of just—I guess you could say—I shut it down. But it's still there, and I was mm. actually looking at it a week ago. And I've been thinking about, you know, starting up again, and putting stuff up. I've got, I've, I need to sell all my tags. I got tons of license plates oh. that I sublimated. 
Mm. So, but they were drawings that I did myself. And then I took the photographs and then I put them onto the tags. Okay. I clear photos. See, we're Texas is a two tag state, so it's hard for us to sell tags. Yeah. 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 We are a one tag state, but it's for, for here in this area, tags are a bit tougher. So, so they don't seem to Uh, sell much. Steve Lee says evening guys. You know him, Steve? Steve? Um, if I know anybody, I haven't seen them in a while. But uh, mm-hmm. hey, Steve. So is there a? Um, I guess is, is it a lot of shops in um, um, Orlando? That's or is just y'all basically y'all? Not, not that I'm aware of. I don't. I know. I believe Sly is there, and uh, mm-hmm. then there's a uh, Paul over mm-hmm. in Universal. Oh yeah. I believe there's a couple other guys. Uh, I don't know exactly who all though. Is so. it Efron? It's a guy with an Ephraim? E. Ephraim. Yeah. Uh, well, we call him Ephraim, but Ephraim, yeah. He, I know, I know. Uh, he's doing murals and things now. I don't believe he has a store anymore. Oh, so yeah. he's doing murals and other stuff. <clears throat> oh, and he's he's a really good cabinet maker. He does that. Oh he's yeah. Like serious cabinet maker, like all into it. I know when I came up there, I looked for him. I thought he was like in a flea market or something. I know Sly was in the bus. Yeah. And I was looking for, I guess I, I was looking for him, but I couldn't find him. I thought he was in a flea market, but I couldn't find it. So I kind of hung out with you for a little while that day. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So do you have a, do you paint alone or do you have helpers or do you have your own show? No, right now, right now, um, don't really need helpers. It's, it's slow enough to where we're just working consistent throughout the day. You know, sometimes we'll get to sit down, but it's, it's pretty much, you Families come in and they order large groups and then we just paint and then another family will come in, do another large group. It's just over and over. It's kind of nice instead of doing one single shirt at a time. Yeah. Just, yeah. Cause that's all we cater to a lot of is, is families and they come in because they're getting ready to go to Disney or mm-hmm. go to Universal or SeaWorld or anything like that. So they want, they want t-shirts, family reunion shirts. We do those. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Lots of family vacation stuff. Yeah. So you, do you um, do y'all um, say okay, take the order and then come back in X amount of time, or do you just hang around? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they hang out. I mean, I can I can generally do I can generally do a shirt. Let's say I get a group of five shirts, and I I can probably do them in about thirty minutes. Actually. Oh wow. Group of five shirts. So probably depending on which ones I'm doing, you know, maybe a little less. Uh, sometimes fast, you know, sometimes longer. Are y'all, are y'all basically freehand or y'all do a lot, y'all have a lot of stencil work? <clears throat> no, we do carry stencils. Yeah, we make, of course we make our own stencils. We vectorize our own stuff and do all that. Then throw it on the laser cutter. And then. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's basically more, do you do a lot of freehand? I remember you, when I talked to you, yeah. time, you had your own little, your little thing set up. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, pretty much, I mean, we use stencils on some of them, but uh, of course, you know, the lettering and everything else, what we blast around it and all that, you know, it, it's pretty much freehand. The initial stencil itself is just to give us the shape. So yeah, that's about all we, all we do. There are some, there are some um, real good money makers. I mean, we just put a stencil up and then we just color around it, which is nice. They're really yeah. fast, fast. I think money. that's the, that's kind of like the way it is now. It, a lot of um, 
it's going from freehand to like stencil work to yeah yeah like the, um, the i can't keep up with the i can't keep up with them though the gamer the gamey ones they play with they have yeah yeah the, you know the the stencils are good you can use stencils for real basic things but one thing one thing i like is the fact that you can get extremely detailed on one and if you make it big enough you can make it look like a $150 design just from just the black lines alone from that stencil and, wow. and you can like really deck it out with shadows and all that and make something look mm. like it, it, it I mean it looks really good and I, I like that stuff you know it, it just takes time it takes so long to to you know to do a vector of that that's yeah. the only drawback because it's a lot I guess of work cleaning uh, cutting it where it doesn't it's not too flimsy or the lines too close. Yeah. To break, like yeah. That. Yeah. The weather break or the, or the, you know, the Duralar or acetate or whatever will melt in the process mm. that too fine of a line needs to be just wide enough. And so, so is painting your full-time or part-time job? No, it's full-time. Full-time? It's full-time. It's always been full-time for all these years. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a good way. You made a living at it for what, 32 years. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I've been very fortunate. Been yeah, very, very fortunate. Um, what kind of paint do y'all use over there? Um, <clears throat> me personally, I got I got a list that I make, and um, one of the best black paints out there for any black, I'm gonna say Etac. Yeah, Etac does not dry up. Tit doesn't dry. It doesn't do anything. It's just right when I shoot it from the gun itself, it, it's automatic. It it does. I have Aquaflow here. I have Createx and everything else. Uh, for me, Createx is a bit heavy, so it dries real fast. Uh, Aquaflow is secondary. It it dries a bit too, but it's not as bad. But Etac just flows immensely. But when it comes to other colors, <clears throat> Caribbean blue and violet from Createx is like top notch. That's what we always use for many years, and I've used the other colors. They're very good. And then for the fluorescent colors, I use Aquaflow. Aquaflow is extremely bright, and that's why I like them. And their pigment's real good. So, last was it last week we were talking to someone about um, to check your bottles. Do you check your bottles every day for your paint, or you you don't worry about the pigments settling? <laughs> you, in? If you let them, you know, if you let them settle, like uh, you can see the separation on them over time. But I think it's good to shake the paint. Because even within the day, something's going to separate. You just can't see it. That's what yeah. I believe. So I always shake before I even put it in the bottle. It, what's, what's, you know, one to two seconds of just three quick, yeah. three quick runs with it and then just put it in the bottle. I, I also use, for any of the paints, I use uh, the 4011, the Wicked Reducer. Oh, Reducer? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I do because Aquaflow's, Aquaflow is a really good paint, Some, but they, they, make it heavy so their pigments a little heavier but it, it's really good because you're using those fluorescent colors as a blaster anyways or pinks and yellows and all that so yeah, yeah sometimes i would put it in in case it is heavier but i really don't have to that much i don't know when the last time i ordered aquaflow i haven't ordered aquaflow in a long time i just been wicked and recently etac yeah yeah is that local for y'all well they're in georgia Aquaflow is, yeah, so it's not too far. Aquaflow is really a good paint. They're all good paint companies. 
they just have their niche for me personally. Each one has a really good product and the others yeah. just didn't work well for me personally. So it, I just use a multitude of, of colors. I like it. If I were to just use one color, it wouldn't bother me. I can, I can work it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody we pretty much talk to have like a variety of, there's not one set line. Everybody has like, I use this color, black and white for yeah. E-Tac and then, yeah. Yeah. I recommend the black E-Tac. It's, it's by far the best paint I've ever used. This is talking over the years that I've been painting. Uh, I like E-Tac a lot. E-Tac and E-Tac's really good because he makes it where you don't have to reduce it or anything. I yeah. mean, this is about all his paints. So this yeah. really good. I just wish they were the, I just wish some of them were brighter like Aquaflow, but Aquaflow is a good paint too. That's why I like their fluorescent. They've been around a long time. Though. They've been around very, I've been using them for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And Createx yeah. too. Createx. Yeah, is, but yeah. for lately for a while, Createx, we're having a problem with Createx. It was like chunky and thick in the bottom. Yeah. I remember all the, all the, comp I know all the companies have issues. They have, um, what would have, what would initially happen that I'm aware of is, you know, it could be a new mixer. It could be him trying to figure out things, you know, or it could be, you know, of course the mixing of it. Of yeah. the paint. There could be bad batches without them realizing it when they believe they put in the correct and, you know, or a new product, something they can't buy anymore. And then they have to go to another company to get the chemical or whatever, you know, pigment or whatever. So they have to start over again, it seems. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I, um, somebody asked um, how fast he paints. He's among the world's fastest, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'll have to, I'll have to do a, um, I'll have to do a video or something to show it. Cause I, I can't say, you know, you know, Becky, Becky said that too. I was like, um, when I started the 15 minute like podcast thingy where people can, yeah. she said, Oh yeah, get Steve. He'll probably do two or three designs in the 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, wow. yeah. I can do, I, I can, I, I know I can do a few of them. I mean, we, I just work as fast as I can. I like doing that. It's, it's neat. The goal, yeah. the goal, the goal to be, <clears throat> the goal to become faster is basically teach yourself to, you know, the, to go the easiest route to do everything and then figure out a formula on your gun rack. Yeah. Cause I have a, I have specific color coding on my gun rack so I can just pick it up once and use the colors. If you're doing, if you're, this is one thing I learned from Tim too, is if you're doing multiple shirts and Tim's very fast as well. And that's one thing I learned from him is if you put, if you put up more than five shirts and our easel was large, so we could put up like 10, 12 shirts on the easel, you know, in Panama City Beach. And Tim would use one color and start off with all the stencils that had black. Then he'd come back and draw in all the black, whatever he needed, if, and then come back with another color and run down the whole thing and then run down the whole thing and then just over and over with one color. So he didn't have to run back and grab a different color for one selective shirt because every time you pick it up, he looked at it as that's, you know, another half a second to another second. You add all those seconds. So he was extremely yeah. fast. And that's how I learned. Yeah. That's how I do. I, if I line yeah. up my shirts, um, I one color, one color, one color, one color. And then come back and. Yeah. 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 The, um, so how many guns do you run at a time? 
I have a multi-gun setup and I only have 12 guns. This is what I've learned over the only years. Only 12? <clears throat> only 12 guns. That's all you need is 12 colors. You don't need any more than that because every color that you overlap anyways is going to change to another color, such as the blue and the yellow, because everything's transparent, you know, or translucent. Yeah. So 12 colors is good. Now, as for like gold and yellow and say maroon for sports, we keep those bottles on the side because we rarely use them. So if we need them, we can just take them out and I can put the maroon in the red, blast it out, clean it, you know, and then start using maroon for those shirts. Then I'll take it back off, put the little red cap on it, and put the red back on. Mm. So are you, um, one of the lately has been, everybody's been using the Quick Connects. Are you Quick Connect or are you just? I'm on? a Quick Connect. I like Quick Connect. I, I'm really used to that. Uh, I don't do multi-hose because I've seen too many people that they would end up moving them around and twisting it or something. So I was just not into that. I like the simplicity of just the quick connect. And if it blows out, I'll just replace it. Yeah. Um, I'm, Mike? That's me. I'm multi-hose. Yeah. That's just the quick connect, obviously. Everybody doing yeah. it. Yeah. So I like the quick connect. I, I learned to do that. It, it's it's really good. So, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I just like those. But my quick connects are different, though. I get the ones from – I used to get them from Createx. And I, I'm assuming that, uh, uh, what is it? Coast Airbrush started getting them. So they sell the brass ones. They are more expensive though, but they last a long time. And Pat, Who used to send me, someone used to send free ones. Is that, that was, um, a lot of used to have free ones in their boxes, right? Cause that's how I, I used to get a bunch of them. Yeah. I, I don't know about that. I don't remember that. Yeah. I used to have a bunch of them and I just. When I would when I was selling all my airbrush set of my airbrushes that I didn't need, I had a bunch of those quick connects and I gave I sold them all. Now I yeah. wish I'd have had them because now everybody tell me I should be switching to quick connects. <laughs> I like them. I like quick connects. They're really good. Yeah. Really, I like. The so quick. how often do you clean your guns? Clean my guns. This is I get asked this so many times by so many artists. I never clean my guns. What? <clears throat> I because I'm using my guns every day so much I can let them sit for a couple days and I can come back and I without cleaning them I won't clean my guns now I will clean them of course if they start to jam up and they you know from backwashing and stuff over time yeah. but it's very rare that I clean my guns it really is so I'll, you I'll, don't have to change tips or none of that <clears throat> no I'll eventually change them yeah once they get really bad but yeah. I, I just don't, I don't, I've never had to really, I just, it's just how I work. So I've never had to do anything. I mean, it's basically sealed up. As long as your needle's sealed on the tip, your paint should be good. The only place that's getting air is in the hole itself with the vent in the bottle. So everything's yeah, you would think, cool. but feel like I have to clean mine a, a lot often. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know it, why, but I feel like I have to clean it, mine a lot. Is it gum? It's probably what, like gumming up inside? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I use this is this is the trick that I use, and I'll let everybody in on this one. And I love this trick. Go in the back of any Walmart or Target or wherever you know, or any fishing store, Bass Pro or whatever. And I use I use fishing reel oil. Fishing reel? Yep. 
it'll last you many years. It's a small bottle about this big. It's, it's only a couple bucks or so. And what you do is your trigger tends to stick because paint's getting in it, you know, mm. over time. So, you you know, your trigger can stick some. And it takes a while for it to do that, of course. Or if you pull it back, you can feel the paint. When you put it back in before the needle comes to the cone, you can feel that stick. Mm, well, yeah. The oil, you just put like one drop and you're just basically lubricating it. And it'll, it'll break it free. Oh, and I put it anytime I, if I do clean my guns. I'll put it in there. If I feel it sticking, I'll put it right there behind the trigger because that's where it normally happens for me. And I'll just put one drop in there and then I'll play with it and then it'll work fine. Oh, man. I know right in the front, right in the tube, I guess where the needle go in. I don't know what you call it, but the tube. Yeah. I get a lot of paint build up in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I clean the guns, I would take an old needle. And I know you're not supposed to do this, but I would take the very tip of it and turn it into a little hook. Yeah. So I could go in there and pull it out, but you can use, uh, you can use those little, I think Iwata sells it. They're little, they got the little things on them. You can jam them into the tube. It doesn't hurt it. It's a real soft brush and you can jam it in there and then clean it out. So I use the Harbor Freight. Harbor Freight has a little wire brush. Yeah. A little tiny wire brush. That's, that's probably it. That's probably it. Cause Pat got me the, Pat got me those little brushes, and I thought maybe maybe they sold them or not. I, I don't know. Yeah, or I'll take the back end of the the needle and I'll jam yeah. whatever was in, and then I'll take it on the other end, and or I'll blow the air through it and pull it out. Yeah, yeah. The um, Ed said he uses a uh, real butter. Real butter. Uh -uh. Real butter. Unless it's fishing, it's real, so it must be fishing. Yeah, I think I'm it like, has to do with fishing. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check that out. Definitely. Yeah. Do so you, um, oh, so when you're painting live, you bring, uh, are you bringing completed work? I don't want to say. So, how often do you paint live? Do you go into your, um, oh, you say you haven't did it in a while? The, yeah, uh, I haven't done it in a while. I haven't painted live yet, actually. I just mostly do videos, you know? So. Yeah. And then I have you thought about doing it live? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I, I could do it live for sure, for sure. I can't. Uh, I'll do it in the studio. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw I'll your setup. That setup was better than mine, man. I'm like, I gotta step my game up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was what for my lighting thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, are you? Do you? Um, well, do you remember your first shirt? Oh gosh, no, I don't. I don't. No, I know it, it was probably jacked was a up. Scene, something a beach scene, huh? It was like taking a truck and running over something over and over and over and over. It was beat up, man. I made more mistakes doing airbrush to get where I am. So I made ten times more mistakes. Oh, I'm hey, sorry. that's how that's how we learn. Yeah, and then I and I made less mistakes because I was fortunate enough to be around the people who I were around so they taught me a lot everybody did they would always give me little hints and tips and things like that i didn't have the luxury of working with anybody i've always been by myself well i had you know people work for me but i never yeah like in process of learning i never had i was never around anybody yeah besides wca and coming home to my garage every day and doing it myself 
that's a bit tougher to learn too, and tougher yeah. to do for sure. That is, I, well, I'm very, very fortunate. I um, the way I learned my lettering is I used to project everything. So, doing the the process of doing the tracing the letters, and I kind of got into a habit, and that's how I figured how to do my my letters. So, um, what's your favorite one? Okay, what brand of t-shirt? What kind of t-shirts do you think is the best one? This is like a one for painting on. Yeah. Well, right now we use we paint on Gildans. But what I really like is those really smooth shirts, the really nice cut shirts. If you'll ever notice that when you paint Gildan shirts, you can tend to this, the way they produce them, there's a lot of fabric on it. So it catches a lot of overspray. Yeah. You got to pull them really tight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what's a good shirt? George. George. Yeah. They're super smooth. Yeah. So when you paint them, they don't. Yeah. It's, it's. Just certain brands, they have this really smooth surface and the fibers don't come out to where it catches every bit of overspray and it looks so clean. Yeah. That's yeah. what I started carrying. I, I, I used to carry uh, Gildan G200s. Yeah. And like, and um, so now I start kind of switching. Like, I'll just go grab a bunch of George's, different sizes. Try you know, that. Yeah. And, and then. People love them because the way they feel. Some of them, the way they feel. They yeah, the Georgias are good though. The Georgias yeah. are, they're really good. But it, everybody knows about the Gildan though, so people always praise them. So that's pretty much why it's good to just sell them. Yeah, everybody yeah. likes them. Popular. Oh, it's a good shirt. Yeah, that's it, yeah. and it makes that's sell without even doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have you ever done any fine art, or you just? Like you ever no, I, I've never done fine art. I like doing the cartoons and all that stuff. I've always been into that. Yeah, yeah. I tried. I tried several years ago to do a, a portrait. It, to do a portrait, I did a Beauty and the Beast one in like a blue, all blue color. Mm -hmm. It's been like it was like twenty years since I did a, like a portrait of something. Oh wow! Yeah. So y'all, y'all don't, y'all don't get asked to do nothing like that. <clears throat> no, we do, we do. Oh, yeah. We do get asked all the time. We always send it to one of the other artists so that way he can do it. Because he's really good at it. That's his niche. So yeah. you know, we, we're going to let him do it for sure. You know, why Why would I do something when this guy can do it better? Do y'all do any black shirts or anything like that? Uh, we do. Do y'all get any black shirts? We don't sell the yeah. black shirts. I, I don't know y'all post them. I'm sorry? Oh, you were hesitant. I never see y'all really post any black shirts. Yeah, we don't we don't sell any black shirts or anything, but we do get them every now and then, and people will go out and buy them. But because it's so hot here too, we just sell it, and and it's a lot faster to paint on a white shirt or yeah. a very light pastel color shirt. So do y'all do y'all have an upcharge for it? No, if people bring them in, we don't we don't. Oh, for the black shirts, yes. Yes, yeah. if they bring them in, we don't we don't give them certain charges or anything. But if we do black shirts, yeah, we definitely upcharge them because it's yeah. a lot harder with the designs that we have. Yeah, to make them vibrant on the black shirt. Yeah, takes. I a charge long time. ten dollars more. I know I should charge more, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hit them. You can hit them with double the price, you know, on some things because the details on them, and then you got white going everywhere when it, you know, when you know it shouldn't be. 
so it makes it tough. So got to be real careful. Becky sent five hearts. She said, "Hey, <laughs> about time." <laughs> hey, Becky. Yeah. So, do you create any designs, or you just you make? I remember you had a like a. I remember you were working on some designs. Yeah, yeah. At the time, we were. I'm always doing something, but I haven't done anything lately, you know, because we were doing that and vectors and everything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the? Um, have you got? Do y'all do you accept tips? I mean, actually, somebody sent me a lot of questions, so I'm asking you all. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. Totally fine. Uh, yeah, we do accept them. People always try to give them some. Sometimes I tell them no, but they still push it on it. So they'll they'll push it, and they'll say no, 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 do it. So. I, I take it, you know, because sometimes, sometimes I, I, you know, I don't want to disrespect that. They're doing it out of appreciation. Yeah. So I do take it and I thank them for it. And, you know, and then of course you're going to work on their shirt better because they were so nice. <laughs> yeah. Because they appreciate you. So yeah. More, so like, yeah. A little so bit more. Yeah. You throw that appreciation back and going, look what I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they get excited and come back and buy something else. Yeah. Oh, well, it, I don't know if you want to tell it, but somebody just asked, what's your biggest tip you ever? Um, well, usually I, I've gotten $40 tips yeah. off of a $20 design. Yeah. You don't ever get um, asked to do something, rush job, and I'll pay you more? Yeah, but I don't do that stuff. I don't like I don't do that. Do. I do not do that at all because there are other people who are already there and they're waiting and because we're in a Walmart, they're shopping. So I tell people and they'll go, well, well, I'll give you, I'll give you X amount of money. And I, I no, I'm going to do with the customer because that that's a come and gone thing. To yeah. Me. You're going to throw me behind. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'd rather have those customers come back. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I, I don't do that stuff. I have a, um, a sign. If you think you're more important than the person in front of you, there's a fifty dollar upcharge to your, you know, if you want to do it, and then like yeah. they don't back down off of it a little bit. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, mind. that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. So, have you ever seen a celebrity or painted for one? Um. Yeah, I have. I've done wrestlers and things like that, yeah. because we're in Orlando, so we see a lot of them where we're located. You you can't miss them. It's not like they're in every day. You know, they have people, they have the uh, the spring trainings going on, all the basketball players and all of them, and sometimes want to sneak out and come to the store and they'll buy stuff for their family. Yeah. So, so there's, there's quite a few of them. Don't really, I don't really say much about it because that's kind of, you know, they're just coming in as a customer. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I'm not starstruck like that or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They just come in and do their thing and they just appreciate it and always say thank you. And then they leave. So. Yeah. Um, have you ever had an experience with a customer that to this day you still think about? No. No. No, I don't have anybody. <laughs> what do you mean, like good or bad? <laughs> good or bad? I don't know. It just it didn't it didn't specify. <laughs> oh man, the stories I could say for the bad ones, or the or the really the really crazy stories. There's so many stories, but there's a lot of good people. Yeah. I see them. I see them the following year. Yeah. They always repeat customers. We get repeat. I get repeat customers from over in the UK 
because everybody from all over the world is coming here. So oh, yeah, to go to people from everywhere in Brazil and and I've seen them from Dubai and you you name it. I mean, South Africa, Japan, you know, there's people from China. There's I found that the people that you try to help are the worst ones. They're they're the pickiest people. Yeah. Like I would I would one lady was like, um, oh, it's for my pastor and da, 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 so I do it. She didn't have enough money, so I did it. And I think I did, like, it was a dot on it that wasn't supposed to be there. And she just went irate about it. I'm like, man, really, lady? Yeah, it happens. Yeah. We get our fair share, our daily dose. Yeah. <laughs> so what have you, uh, what's the craziest thing you think you painted? The craziest thing? Actually, I, you know what? There's not much for craziness. I mean, I've had people ask me, the craziest one was a young kid come in and he asked for a Crips design. A Crip? Yeah. yeah. A gang. A gang. Oh, yeah. I don't do those. Yeah. I told him I couldn't do that. He was a young kid. And I said, well, I can't do that. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah. We don't do that stuff. He was if a, a picture got a gun in it, I won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been asked. Uh, it's very rare, but I've been asked probably a couple times to put guns. And I don't do... Um, you know, like um, pot leaves and things like that. Well, well. I don't do that because we're in a family store and it's family, you know. Or family oriented. Yeah, that, that Walmart that we're in is extremely family oriented. So. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, so I don't do that. No beer, no, you know, we just don't do that stuff. I used to say um, price dictates situation. If I've been slow, and yeah, you come in, I'll I'll do some things, but like I've done, I've been asked to do the uh, the rebel flag or whatever. I'm going to yeah. charge you a lot extra to do it, but. Yeah, yeah, we don't do that. You know, if Walmart doesn't carry it, we definitely won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely. Sometimes you just got to stand by your, what you feel. Yeah. Yeah. So um, is there any tips or tricks you would like to share? Tips or tricks? Oh, yeah. man. I, think I know they, you got plenty of them, man. 34, yeah. 32 years? <laughs> man. Gosh, man. Off the top of my head, it's kind of hard. because Putting you so on the spot, huh? There's so many. Well, on my, excuse me, on my YouTube channel, I have one where it shows a horizon line. It's actually on Amazon. It's only like five bucks. It's made of a plastic. You can use it as a horizon line. It's a straight edge, a painter's mm -hmm. edge. It's like five, six bucks. It's really good to use. We used to use those, gosh, for over 20 years. And that's one thing I told everybody I thought would be a good tool to use. We, we just got them at work, you know, and I use it all the time. And the best part is, is because it's, it's, it's got that, it's like a rubbery plastic type deal. So it's got a lot of oils in it. You can tell. So the paint don't stick to it. I was going to say easy to clean. Yeah, it's easy to clean. So once the paint builds up, you literally rub it and you can peel it all off like a sticker. So it's brand new again. Yeah, I'll send you the link to that. It's on Amazon. It only takes a few days to get it. It's like five bucks. Oh, yeah. So we'll post it on the thing. Um so y'all do plenty of beach scenes though, right? Y'all just yeah, we still do beach scenes. Well, yeah, it's yeah, Florida. we still do them. Yeah, we do those. We do a lot of um, ears, a lot of Mickey ears. 
Oh man. Yeah, do a ton of those, ton of those, and a lot of Orlando, Florida, and family vacation. We do a lot of That's that. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Shark sell, unicorn sell for us for for the area we're in. This is what sells good for us: uh, sharks and unicorns, um, kids' designs, things like that. So, How far are you from Disney? Like, um, me personally, living. No, no, the shop. The shop, the shop's only like 15 minutes away. Oh, Not man. even that. And that's highway. That's just straight through the highway. So, so it's not too bad. No, that's not too bad. Yeah. You, you go to Disney often or you, you've been yeah. there and done it? Oh yeah. I, I go there quite a bit. I do have, I have a year pass so I can go there anytime I want. Man, we took the family in. It, it, it rained about four or five times. It rained and the sun come out, then it rained and the sun come out. Then oh, yeah. You, then you stand in line. It was like standing in line <laughs> for a long time. Never got on a ride. Yeah, it's uh, tough sometimes. Right now it's really busy, but at certain times of the day, it actually drop. And then oh, yeah. when it clears out. So, yeah. So, um, how do you like working with Myler stencils versus Pellin? Well, you have Myler. Yeah, we're working with acetate. We worked yes. with Duralar and all that. It's really good. Uh, as long if you're working with, here's the thing. I was, I tell people this is from my experience. I've done seven mil, I've done ten mil. I've went through all of them. I've done fourteen mil, and the thicker stuff. If you use ten mil, ten mil is the perfect medium for everything. It's thick enough and just thin enough to be flexible. If you use anything less than that, it's too flexible and it's too easy to tear. If you use anything too thick, and one thing I've learned is when it's too thick and it's too stiff, when you put a shirt on a board, your board will never be perfectly straight. So it kind of curves. It has this bow to it. So if you put the, if you put the yeah. real stiff stencil on it and it sets on it wrong, it actually lift up off the shirt because it, it can't be flat completely because it's got that bow in that board. So you'll get under spray on it. Yeah. So that's one thing. That's, that's another tip right there. Yeah. Use a 10 mil, try to use 10 mil. But the only thing with 10 mil is you can't cut it on plotters because you need a, you, what was it? I think it's a 65 degree, 65 degree uh, blade. It needs to be really, really high. For it to cut stencils, and normally it's about a seven mil, and you can use the seven mil, but eventually it'll wear out really fast, you know, if you don't take care of it because you're trying to move so fast. But with the laser cutter, you can cut the tens and the fourteens, but I recommend the ten mil, if anything. Ten mil. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, good. for those of us who have laser cutters. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But with plotters, a seven mil is good. So. I can't, I can't get my plotter to cut it. I don't know. I keep switching my blades, thinking that I can do it, but yeah. but then I got a friend who got a cricket. I got a thousand dollar twenty four inch plotter, and it won't cut it. But then he got a cricket, a little two hundred dollar cricket, and he'd be cutting the stencils out. Of cutting the stencils, yeah. And and you're and you're trying different blade angles too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it could be anything. Who knows until? Oh, I thought I lost you. So, oh. um, edX was it was a C two laser, CO two laser. Yeah, it's a standard big bulb. 
in the back. Yeah. Um, I think last time I was there, it was a it was like a big baseball tournament over there. Y'all don't get y'all don't do baseball helmets or anything. No, no, we don't usually do those. Uh, we rarely get asked for it. Maybe one a year for me personally. Maybe the other guys get one a year or something like that. So, but um, it a lot of the stuff that's at ESPN because it's just down the road from us. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, a lot of them, a lot of them can't leave property. So because of liabilities, if they get hurt or anything, you know, because these are serious, you know, like Pop Warner and all that stuff. They're big time games, you know, so the parents are out doing it, but we don't we only see certain groups come and that's it. The rest of them stay on property. Yeah, I would think I would have been rocking with helmets over there. I know me too, but we unfortunately we don't. We just don't sell them like we, you know, we would think we would just didn't do it for us. Yeah. All right. So, is there anything we we haven't covered that you want to say before we leave? No. There's, yeah, that I don't know. I mean, pretty much whatever we've been talking, <laughs> whatever the questions are, I'll try and answer. You know, answer them all. Yeah, you did good. I mean, yeah. A, if there's more, a, if huh? there's more, and you want to keep going, let's go. Well, I don't, I don't know if I have any more. Let me see. I can look up some. Um, how long? So, um, what are y'all hours over there in Orlando? At, at what time you come in? And y'all do certain hours? Yeah, Orlando? yeah. Usually, we're we're generally um, nine to ten, and then we just split it right in half. Yeah, yeah. Pretty so much. You, all stores, um, like the store I'm at, we're nine to nine, and um, we just go split it right in half. Yeah. So y'all run. So you run two shifts there. Yeah, we do two shifts. Yeah. Two shifts, and that's it. I think that's when I was, when I had a bunch of employees. That's what we would do. We run. Yeah. Um, two shifts. Uh, someone says, ask about marketing. How do y'all market y'all store or, or y'all designs or? Our designs and stuff and for the store itself at the location. Our marketing period for like. To get people to know y'all at the place or it's just love. Oh, yeah. That's done by Pat and them. So they put them in magazines and things like that. We They have uh, those uh, those visitors magazines. So they put them in there, do all that stuff. Oh, so Pat takes care of all of that. Yeah, they take care of all of that. Yeah. I saw when, um, I saw Pat had posted a, a bunch of pictures of y'all for um, for Christmas. Oh, yeah. A lot of Christmas designs. They have new stockings or anything like that. Yeah, sometimes we do them. Uh, people, it's crazy, you know, because the difference, the difference from here compared to, say, like the other places like Panama City Beach and stuff, we're getting visitors probably, you know, I would say almost half of them are from other parts of the world. So they're not celebrating Father's Day or, you know, things like that and Christmas or Thanksgiving, you know, because that's all in, you know, a lot of it's in America. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So we don't do a lot of sales on that. They, they still just keep buying the, the, you know, the theme park stuff and the sharks and the beach scenes and the visiting family vacations reunions. And those are what mostly they're doing and yeah. names on shirts. Oh my gosh. Names on shirts are huge. Yeah. Yeah, we do we do a name in black letters 
It's really fast. We'll do them on red shirts. We charge $12 and we write their name. We add a little couple of starbursts on it, just two starbursts and a circle around it. Maybe give it a little shadow, maybe add a little flair to it. Just 12 bucks. We'll do those all day long, eight, 10, 12 shirts at a time. Oh, they just, they it, yeah. I, yeah. I used to have the uh, one name, one color for $10. Yeah. For for families who come in and don't want to spend a lot of money. Yep. Yep. That's what they do. But they'll end up spending with that twelve dollars, they'll go out and buy a fifteen dollar shirt from Walmart that's a, in the Disney section and then you know, then just get that name. And then they'll be on their way. Yeah. And everybody got their name on their shirt, happy. Yeah, they're happy as can be. <laughs> yeah. That's their fastest one. That's their fastest one. Just so. about one name in black on yeah. Yep. yeah just one name in black just boom 12 bucks 12 bucks 12 bucks and that adds up quick yeah it does it does and that's, it's easy work for the worker because you ain't got to do that much no not at all and y'all don't have regular heat presses y'all have the conveyor belts yeah we have a conveyor belt yeah conveyor belts are really good you know we had one in panama city beach we had we have one here i i believe they're really good they're worth every penny if if you do enough shirts for your business, it's definitely worth it to get it. It, it lasts a long time. It'll last for years. Yeah, and you can just plug it into your wall as a one ten. So it's the same as a um, silk screen, guys. Yeah, know? it's the same. It's just the smallest dryer. That's all it is, and you can adjust it and everything. What about um, do y'all do transfers? Heat transfers at all? We do just for photos. People always ask for photos and we always tell them that's our fastest way to do it. I usually yeah. give them about an hour because, you know, I have to take it, print it, do all that stuff because I'm doing other shirts ahead of time, you know, that are faster. So I always give myself about an hour to do it. Yeah. What about RIP? Y'all have like RIP designs? Or we have a couple of them, just a few, you know, uh, we don't, we don't sell a lot of them. You know, so, but we have a few just in case because we do sell them every now and then. Yeah. And I, that's RIP, quinceaneras, and birthdays are like my biggest thing. Yeah. So y'all don't have quinceaneras over there? We do every now and then. We do. The locals come. Yeah. And we'll do it every now and then. Most of them are buying like their own shirts, like getting really decked out shirts, you know? Yeah. And um, they, they, they just, I mean, I'll see them every now and then. It's not, they don't come in, you know, like all the time because yeah. we're just tourists, mostly visitors. So, so when you do the transfers, um, it's not, it's not the, the picture of the person you're doing like a, like a, let's say an anime character and you cut it out. And yeah. Paint around it. Yeah. Yeah, yep, that's it. That's basically it. We do pictures of the people. We do pictures, whatever they want, because they're yes. just giving us a photo. So, you know, it, it wouldn't really matter. It's just being printed. I, I, I normally now cartoon characters, I would I would tell them it's two different prices. I either print out the picture and paint around it. It'll be this much. But if I actually have to paint it, it's going to be a lot more because it's yeah. more work involved. In oh, it. absolutely. Absolutely. So, they're quicker to go with the cheaper version of yeah. it, and yeah, and it looks always, just they just as happy. I always tell them it's the family friend friendly uh, family friendly price. 
yeah. for the for the iron transfer. This is this is the family friendly price. But if you want me to draw it, it's gonna cost X amount. And they go, I want the family friendly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a better way of saying it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, Ed said, "How do you how do you guys deal with com with competitors?" But y'all don't com really have any competitors. No, actually, actually, we're so far apart from the other guys and Sly and all them. They're their own competitors. We're our own competitors. We don't really, you know, have to worry about that. There, there, there's too many people visiting to have serious competitors. So. Yeah, and plus, it's enough money for everybody. Everybody's yeah. making enough money. Yeah, everybody is. Everybody yeah. is. Somebody was asking about um, the studio, Universal City Walk. Universal. Oh, that's Paul's place. Yeah, no, y'all far, y'all far away no, from each other. We're we're about thirty thirty minutes or more from them. Yeah. We're way off from them because we're only we're basically one mile from Disney World. Where we're setting, that's Animal Kingdom. That's just just above us, one mile. But the rest of it's like fifteen minutes away, you know, because you have to go down the highway and get on World Drive to get there. But other than that, um, they're way up north. Universal is so there's no competition. They they have yeah. their own thing. Everybody's visiting there. They're getting people, you know, from that end because there's hotels on that end. So and we yeah. have ours on our end. So there truly is no competitors. What about trucker hats? Trucker, hats? trucker hats? Yeah, that's basically almost like a number one seller. The, yeah. They, man, the Europeans love airbrush when they come in, so they're always buying hats for their kids and stuff like that. Mm. So they're always doing that because it's simple, fast, and quick. And do you put images on there as well? Yeah, yeah, we put yeah. images. Yeah, we have like the RIP stuff and things like that, or the anime, or you know, whatever, whatever. So. Yeah. Fox Marley said um, sand dollars. Sand dollars, you know, we, we did sell them, but they're slow movers for us. If they were on the beach, oh, they'd be fast movers for sure. So, yeah. yeah. yeah they're they're very slow movers. I think I saw some of y'all shop. I don't remember. We did have them, but we removed them. They're just yeah. they're just slow movers. Yeah, they didn't do much. They were just sitting there pretty much in yeah. a sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. I enjoyed when I came down there a couple of times, but man, I don't know. What is a uh, somebody said? What is the price point for hats? Price points for hats? If you you can order from a few places actually, uh, you can order from Cobra. Cobra is probably one. Oh damn, that's in Texas. Yep, yep. You can order from Cobra, which you can get. Of course, you're down the road. You could probably do a pickup. Yeah. Well, no, it's a uh, one day. Oh, there you go. There you go. But um, auto caps are really good because they're they're built better. The difference in them, you're going to pay around the same price. One's cheaper, charges for more shipping. Auto's more expensive, but does less shipping. So it kind of balances out, you know. Yeah. And there's uh, one called Nissan, Nissan, N-I-S-A-N, and all that. So and they're very cheap, I guess. I don't know what they are now. They're running 150 or something like that, 130, 150 for a hat or something. And yeah, that's wholesale. Local, that's wholesale for businesses, you know. Yeah, we have a local place that I can buy trucker hats called Katie Caps. Yeah, um, three dollars, two fifty, three dollars a hat. Yeah, and that's still cheap because what? By the time you get done with the design and everything, you've done paid for it. It's just your, you know, it just depends how you're working it. Yeah. Um, 
Somebody wants to know what your price point for artwork on a hat. Price point, average cost with a hat, uh, everything that we sell, even on shirts, you, you'd average about $30. God damn, I'm going to charge you. I'm 15, <laughs> I'm 15 to 18 bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll average about that. See, we sell, we our hats are being sold for six bucks. And then, then average cost for designs are around 20 and up. Average is about $25 for, but we cover the whole, the whole hat's getting covered. The whole white face, the crown, yeah. it's getting covered up with a background and everything. So it fills in our cheapest name. Our cheapest one is a $12 name design in one color. Yeah. It's the, you're doubling it's, the price. You're doubling the price for the hat. So you're paying for the hat twice. Yeah. Yeah. You just, the hat sold by itself is six bucks. Yeah. So Do you sell blank item? Would you sell a blank item, or you would tell them no? You gotta have something. Normally, on. normally we tell them no, but sometimes, sometimes we can sell one. I mean, because we got a whole slew of them, you know. And then they already bought some other stuff, and they just can I add a blank hat? I don't want to, you know. Yeah. Because they already bought other stuff. Yeah, you're gonna sell it to them because they already bought airbrush and you know a bunch of other things. Yeah, so. I have that. Sometimes I get a lot of that. Can I just buy the blank hat? I'm like. Mm. No, I don't really sell a blank, but you know. Yeah, yeah, it's rare we sell them blank though. It's very rare we sell shirts blank. Yeah, so, very rare because they can buy them in Walmart. Yeah, true story. But I don't know if it'll be a trucker hat. It might be like a regular old canvas hat or something. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Besides hats and shirts, what are y'all hottest <clears throat> items? Hot items that we sell besides hats and shirts. Uh Man, that's all we really sell. We sell oh, we sell a lot of hoodies too because we get a lot of New Yorkers. Jersey, we get all the northerners come down, so we sell a lot of sweatshirts. But that's because, you know, we're in Orlando. I've yeah. never seen sweatshirts sell so much in the summer. Man, them kids wearing hoodies now. Yeah, yeah it's a hundred it's hundred degrees here and they're just busting out a big old thick hoodie. Yeah. And beanies. Yeah. You ain't sweating. And blue jeans, the yeah. thick denim, the dark stuff. Oh man, the dark stuff. Just all hot? kinds of sweat going on in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, there was something else I was gonna ask you about over there. Man, see, I'm I'm running I'm running out of questions. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But everybody everybody throwing stuff up there. Yeah, I that's fine. fine. Oh, so I I did see somebody sell uh say license plates. Yeah, license plates. License plates. We do. We do them. The only thing is, we don't sell that many because everybody's coming from all over the United States and they're double tagged. Yeah. So there, there's no way. That's why they don't sell them. And a lot of states transferred to the double tag over the years. So you just don't sell as many tags. They're not as wanted like they were many years ago. Yeah, it was a uh, popular back then. Yeah. Some people would still stick them in their window. Bunch. Yeah, or that's their true. Back window, but yeah. yeah. The Europe, the some of the people from the UK and stuff, they would get them just to hang in their room. Their kids wanted them to hang in their room, black oh, wow. or something, or put it on their door. You know, it says yeah. my room. I remember we used to take a Helen, cut a like a little slit and fix it. Oh yeah, it up for the door. Yep. we did that. We did yeah. that. Yep, that was old school right there, man. They yeah. don't really see that kind of stuff that much. We anymore. haven't we haven't done that in about a year or so. Yeah, so we stopped doing it. Yeah, it was just starting to slow down. So on the sales, so we stopped it. We yeah. moved other stuff. Now, around. I know um, I've been over there, and y'all shop. Everything is white. So, oh, yeah. what's y'all cleaning? Y'all clean every day. 
No, don't have to clean every day. We do clean up though. We just, well, at the end of the shift or if something goes, you know, we try to clean up everything we can. A lot of the stuff is already cleanable. Um, every, the cabinets are painted really good with good paint. So you can literally throw Windex or whatever chemical just on wipe it off. Yeah. And wipe it off. So we clean it up all the time. It, it's been, it's been quite a few years. So, I mean, we're definitely going to have to touch it up eventually. Yeah. So, so it's pretty I, wild. I know when I walked over there, I was like, man, y'all would die if y'all walked in my shop. My pizza was <laughs> I would probably horrible, flip out because I'm OCD on cleanliness. And yeah. <laughs> and in my, 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 see, y'all don't have like. If it's like really bad. Yeah. It would, it would, it would, I would see and go, ah. Oh. <laughs> if it's really bad because <laughs> it's just how i am this is like that ocd kicks in yeah so y'all don't never have like the weather when you backflow flush and it shoots up to the ceiling backflow you know what somebody did that one time and i and i was just i was doing something and the next thing i know i looked up i don't remember seeing green <laughs> on the tile up there yeah <laughs> Somebody, somebody did a backflow, and I'm like, how do they get 10 feet up? How the heck? And there's no paint anywhere. It's just right there. Yeah. <laughs> My ceiling is horrible like that, man. <laughs> I kind of took them down and kind of painted them white, but man. Yeah. A mirror. I have like a mirror that I have up here that I look back. Oh man, yeah, I'm careful on backflow, man. I've done that to myself. It exploded in my hand all over me. Yeah, I get uh, it over shirts sometimes. Like I just yeah. had like a big order. Uh huh. It's like get all the shirts. I'm just like, blast it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Got I kind of saved a couple of them, but some of them was not savable at all. Oh my gosh. So, um, somebody flex asks, do y'all do sublimation? No, we don't do sublimation. Gosh, I haven't done sublimation in a long time. I used to do it on my own when I lived in Palma City Beach. My garage was another workstation. I had sublimations, heat presses, all that junk in there. And it's too much stuff to keep up with. I'm sorry? It's too much stuff to keep up with. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can only do so much. So when I moved here, I, I, I basically was getting rid of everything. So sublimation is great. Sublimation, I, sublimate, when sublimation came out, and everybody was able to get it. It was expensive. It still is. But that was the next move from screening. But now the digital printer's here. Although screening is still top dog when it comes to what I've learned is screening is still always going to be there because for multiple shirts and big, large amounts, because yeah. the, the printer can't keep up with it. The printer can only keep up with so much. So for a small time business, a printer would be great. And you can just run it all day. But what size print shall use? Huh? What size print shall go up to? What size prints do we go to for the iron-ons? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a regular standard sheet of paper, 8 and 11. 8 and 11? Yeah, yeah, 8 and 11, just standard. So the my mall, they have another shop that does T-shirts now. So I used to offer 11 by 17s. Yeah. I stopped for a while. But now this guy is doing 11 by 17. So now I have to do 11 by 17. But I, oh, yeah. I bought the printer. I've had a printer for a while, but then I bought another printer. But they have sublimation inkjet printers now where I don't cut. Um, you can put it on your plotter and it'll cut out the wrong design if you put the registration marks. But I have a good 
I don't know what the paper is called, but the transfer is perfect, man. Once you print it out, it's a sublimation print or something like that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I know that, like, okay, at work, at work, we use a 15 by 15, so we're limited to space. So we use the 8 by 11. But, like, for me here, I have the 16, what is it, 1620, so I can do bigger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I like the bigger heat presses because I feel like I can cover more space. Um, it's, it's just nice, so I don't make any mess ups when pressing a smaller, even or larger design. Yeah, I, I like those. But I mean, it, it's it's cool when you can when you can go really big, you know, on a on a shirt. Some people like that. Yeah. But sometimes you just can't do it. And, you yeah. know, for us, we can't do that at work. So. Yeah. Oh, oh what? Uh, Anex, what kind of compressor do y'all use? Oh, um, well, for me, I use a Silent Air in my uh, studio. Got a really good Silent Air. It's freaking Silent Airs. I, I is the epitome of Silent Airs are awesome. We used them when I was in Panama City Beach. They're bad. They're they're killer. They're really quiet. Mine's right next to my easel. At work, I also. And as a spare, I have a California Air. We use California Airs at the shop, and California Airs are really good too. That's probably one of the quietest ones I've ever used for um, a non-oil, just standard piston compressor. And they're like a hundred and what, hundred and seventy or something like that. I, yeah, you can get them kind of cheap. They got yeah, and a small one, and they're very quiet. And you can run, you can run it probably about 25 feet away and that's what we do and we just put a wall around it and it's fairly quiet for what it is it's yeah. really, really a good compressor so it's just you run your lines as tight as you can you don't want to get moisture in it you know from the heat yeah you know? um yeah moisture traps on yours yeah i do i do i actually use one of the small husky ones it's i plug it in right there with my line so okay so one of the things was <clears throat> somebody saying well you can't put it right at the compressor because the the line is not is the air is still hot coming out so how far do you have yours away from your compressor i use a 25 foot pache hose i've always used those i like the 25 foot uh lines and i just do a direct connect to it never get moisture in it whatsoever but that's on my silent air my silent air is a really good one you know i got the thing the extra this and all that all the you know the stuff so i don't have to worry about it one thing about silent air though when you're running them even though they're oil they do run hot as with all compressors so even the one at the shop we use the california air we put fans on them i always put a fan on them to keep them cooler so they don't run as hot because you know they will shut down um, as for the lines we just run a long standard uh compressor line all the way to the easel it's about 25 25 feet or so or something like that away from us so it can get moisture in it but by the time it reaches, it's already cooled down. And even for me, you know, using it on my silent air, I just use standard Pache 25 foot line. So I haven't uh, had any issues. Are, are, are they enclosed? The compressors? Yes. No, no, they're in the open. My, in this, like in the studio, it's just under a workbench. I got a, I use Husky tables, you know, I just stick it under the, under the table. So under the table, yeah, yeah, that's what, all I do. Y'all, do y'all have y'all's in the back in the shop, or is it like? Yeah, we have it in the back. Ours, well, ours is in the back, 
at the shop it's in the back and it, they built a uh, they just built a small wall around it to kind of seal it the top and it's got vents on the bottom so when we put the fan on top of it it blows down onto the compressor and blows the air out at the bottom but actually it should be the fan should be on the bottom because heat rises so it actually we have to you know figure that out in the future somehow put the fan at the bottom and let the air run up yeah i know i have um i was at a baseball tournament and my 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 compressor was in a closed little box i've never had it cut off on me but it 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 cut off and i would not it would not cut back on i had one helmet left wow and the compressor killed on me. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. I mean, I the helmet all the way back. Wow. So, uh, so somebody asked, what do you think about? Oh well. Somebody said I do sublimation. I use a 13 by 19 sheet and the Epson Echo Tape. Oh, yeah. That's a good. That's good. You can see the questions. Huh? Yeah, I can see them now. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, I can see them. Yeah, the echo tanks are the, are the bomb nowadays, man. Yeah, they're a little that's higher. The way to go. They work. They they're worth it. When I first when I first did sublimation, I uh, bought a um, I bought the sawgrass, and I had to actually put together my uh, continuous ink system, you know, on a side container and everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, I use an Epson eleven hundred, and the reason I use the four color is because even when I had a six color. It did the same exact thing. So I was like, why am I spending all this money on six colors when I can just use four colors? For me personally, for what I did, I just needed four colors and it made up everything. Six colors, of course, is going to have more detail, but I didn't need that for what I was using for. But yeah, sublimation, I was doing, yeah, I was 13 by 19. I think I was doing a little bit less. I was doing a big, no, I had a 20 by 20. Yeah, so I had the biggest sheet. I had a 20 by 20. Oh, I had a big heat press. Oh, the, one of the big ones that they do the whole shirts nowadays. Oh, gosh, man. Yeah, those are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's an arm and a leg. So, so uh, Edex, what do you think about June Air? June Air? I know that June Airs are really good, but I've never really truly used them, so I, I can't say much about them. I'd like, I'd like to try it out, though. That would be kind of cool, though. Give that a try. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I like my Californias. Yeah, the Californias, the Californias are good. Um, we, um, you know, back in Panama City Beach, uh, we used we used the belt-driven one. And so it was kind of quiet, but it was sort of loud, too. It was just smooth-sounding, but it was big. So. Yeah. The, um, and, uh, Flex said the silent air makes a great product. I guess I don't have to worry yeah. about the oil. The oil, you have to like, well, I have to use oil. I got an oil belt compressor at work. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're good. Healthy. They're good. Yeah. But you run, you're saying you run through oil? No, no. I said uh, the silent air has to have oil. It's an oil compressor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My, yeah oh, something my you have to watch. Oil too. But the only thing, the only thing I experienced, like the little, you know, the little blue silent airs, the real small ones, they used to be blue and um, the relays would stick because we would use them so much. So we just swap out the relays. Oh, yeah. yeah, we do that because we used them so much. We were so busy. I mean, it was seriously busy, like three artists at a time busy. Mm. That was back in the day. Yeah, I remember those days. 
Those were crazy. Four, we were like four lined up on my easel, man. Everybody was working the whole time. Yeah, yeah, nonstop from yeah. right when you open till they were, they would stay there till like three in the morning trying to finish up, three, four in the morning trying to finish no, up. No, we ain't that bad, but yeah. yeah it was, it but was, I guess y'all on the beach in the summertime or yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. Do you miss it? Do you miss huh? busy things like that? I do actually. It, it feels good to be busy like that because I get in a zone, and yeah. I just I just look straight ahead and I just paint, and I love it. So I don't have to do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but see, you have to board up. back then. You'd have to board, worry about boarding all your shirts. If it's no, if it's that busy, if it's in PCB, if it was that busy, we'd have like two or three helpers. You know, we'd have two, three employees. Then the other artists would have two or three. Then the third artist would have one or two. And then we just go from there. Everybody had, you know, part of their job to do. And we just sat there and paint. That was the goal. Just Did y'all have to worry about orders being mixed up or messed up? or yeah? No, no. It was so busy that you literally had a rack. You just put it on there. And whichever the front one was, I'll say, on the far right side, you know, you just grab it and put it up when you finish your shirt. It didn't matter who had it. You just grabbed it and painted it, grabbed it and painted it. Because we had everything separated. We had a, the third artist was the custom guy. So he did all the custom stuff. And then the other two artists did all the stock designs. So it wouldn't matter what we did. It, either way, one way or the other, everybody was making money. I mean, that's how busy it was then, you know? And it's not like that now. It's way different now. Yeah. Ed said he had the Terry Hill one, and it gets a bit hot. Oh, the silent air one. Yeah, that's the one. That's basically the one I have, but I don't have the Terry Hill one. It doesn't have the wheels and the, you know, things like that on it. Um, I, w I would add one of those little turbo fans, the little black turbo fans that you can get at like Walmart and do that. That's what I use and just set it right next to it and just blow, blow it right on there on, on high and do that. And then that would help some at least keep it cool so it doesn't, you know, just in case it gets too hot. Because they do get hot one way or the other. Even mine gets hot, but I put the fan on it just to keep it cooler. And that's out in the open. Yeah, it's out in the open. Yeah, even out in the open. And and another thing, too, is, you know, you, you definitely have to clean it, keep the dust off, because that's, like that's like putting clothes, you know, a big, thick jacket on it. So you oh. got to take that dust off, <laughs> those compressors. Because that just adds on to it. And then you have to drain it because you don't want to fill it up. Because if you fill it up, you know, that's less space. So your compressor runs harder and it cycles faster because it doesn't have a bigger tank to put the air in. So don't fill the air tank up because it's not enough room to fill it up. Are you saying don't let it fill up with water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't let it sit there and fill up with water because your tank, let's say your tank is a five-gallon tank. And it runs and it cycles. And with the amount of speed you're doing, it just runs in cycles. And then if it, if it were to, if you were to just leave it alone and just let it fill up and it fills up, say halfway, now you have a two and a half gallon tank. Now your thing's going to run and run out of air, then run again, run out of air, run it. It's oh, running. Yeah, half yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't drink. I have a cast. My, my compressor at work is a, a in, in so ran or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think it's that's a, big, a good one. That's yeah. the belt driven. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the belt driven. Yeah, and it's um, 
It has it's loud, but it's all the way in the back of my shop, so you really yeah. Can't hear it's it. a smooth loud though because it's yeah. belt driven. It's yeah. not like pounding like the. <laughs> yeah, but I have, to, I have to drain it. I have to pick it up, take it outside. Here's the the trick to that. Here's the trick to that. What you do is you take your little spigot out the bottom. You go and buy your steel braided hose from like Home Depot or Lowe's, and you uh, run it out the bottom. Then on the other end, then on the other end, you t you screw it onto your into your thing, get a 90 degree, run a stainless steel hose out. Then you go to the other part where the pipes are and you get one of those metal brass uh, connectors with the big red turn on it. And you attach okay. that to it. You'll spend probably 15 bucks, maybe give or take, maybe 20 bucks. And then you never have to lift your compressor up. All you do, everything's wide open to it and you just turn it on and it blasts everything out because the air is just, you know, of course, is pushing it out. Yeah. Then you can guide it. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Um, A1 Muro said, who's your role model? Role models? Man, I grew up I grew up watching Tim Mitchell and all them, you know? So, you I mean, I never... All the original people. Yeah, all the original people. I, I grew up watching them. And, um, God, you know, those are the people I, I saw when I started. So, I was... I used to sit. I used to sit in the surf shack, and that was in Panama City Beach. Also, you know, just down the road from Trader Rick's, like I mentioned earlier. And I would go over there, and I just sit there and watch them, and it, just watch Earl and all them. Because Earl Earl Poole is an extraordinary artist. He is. He is really good. He's a, he's really good. Earl Poole is a really good artist. I have to look him up. I don't. I don't remember seeing. Yeah. Him. I don't think he doesn't really go on social media much. He keeps to himself. You know. But he's he's a really good artist, and there's several other people too. We of course know Tim Mitchell. Tim Mitchell's at Edgewater now, and he's doing it. You know, still doing still, it. Still doing it. Yep, still doing it. Doing Tim, and and just as always, and and uh, everybody else is too. So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, if you're making a good living off of it, then. I mean, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. They're still doing Panama City. Panama City Beach will always do very well. I think it'll do very well here too. It will always do well, no matter what. Yeah, it it will always do good. So, and plus with Epic Universal coming out, and then all the new hotels. I mean, construction here is insane. It's still going. Y'all just had y'all uh, just well. Last first time I went, it was uh they were building a big water park. The next time I came, mm -hmm. the water park was finished, and it was like yeah. a big water park. You know what I'm talking about? The one yeah, the H2O, just down yeah. the road. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, they built that whole place. It was another Simon project Yeah, uh, with the Margaritaville and all that next to it. Do they, um, any artists in there or anything? No, no. They didn't, I guess they didn't want them in there because it's mostly just restaurants. It's just a really nice area. And they got the Margaritaville in there, and they got the Margaritaville um, suburb. You know, it looks like you're on a beach and stuff, so people are buying little homes in there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's a pretty big area. So they're doing that, a lot of Airbnbs and things. <clears throat> so. I haven't been in a while. Probably, um, I'll come back up there one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always, there's, man, there's always something going on here. It, it yeah. never, it's con construction's out of control. Well, I wouldn't say it's out of control. It's a good thing, actually. It's just a lot of parks are being built right now. Yeah. You know, a lot of stuff. So it's just trying to make that the theme park central of everywhere. Huh? Yeah. A lot of more hotels, so more people, so more visitors. 
So it, it, it's only going to get better. Yeah. So it's not too, not too bad. Well, that's cool, man. Well, I'm glad I got a chance to get you on here. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people get to hear your story. 32 years, man. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy, yeah. but it is cool. It's still going. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We can, man. I could. You can just pick my brain all you want, <laughs> and I'll tell yeah. you what hints, tips, tricks, whatever. But I'll be showing yeah. that on my YouTube channel over time. I'm gonna start ramping it up. I got to. I ramped it up in the beginning, but now I'm gonna really ramp it up. And that's good. Really, yeah, it, everything on there is just basic stuff. It's just a lot of Disney things on there, you know, because I like Disney, so I do that. And, and a lot of kids see it because they like that stuff. So it's yeah. fun for them, you know, and it gives them something to look at. Oh, you know, it's Olaf. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw you Olaf. Yeah. 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 So um, it's neat. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I'll try to get with you and um, set a schedule up for you to come on the 15 minutes short and knock out a quick design for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I, I, that'd be fun to do, actually. Keep yeah. doing that and do a bunch of it or something. Yeah. Like Becky said, you can do three designs in 15 minutes. So yeah. Like, yeah. We'll do something. So I, I, I'll, I'll do whatever. I'll, we'll set it up and see what we can do. Yeah. Sounds go good. For, yeah. For sure. All right, thanks for your time, man. Yeah, definitely, right. man. I have fun. Have a good night. Yeah, it was good seeing you. All right, now I'll, I'll send you the link and and oh, somebody said, "Hey, Pat." All I hope all is well. Guess he got you confused with Pat. Oh no, I'm not with Pat. Pat's <laughs> up in uh, Pat's in Tennessee. I'm yeah. Old, Pat's having well, a good old time up there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Have a good one, man. Thanks a lot. Hey, you too. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Air Graphic Podcast is a production of Air Graphics Airbrushing. It's written and hosted by me, fellow airbrusher Ralph Kelly. If you want to see any of my work, check out my website, www.airgraphics1.com, or my Facebook, Ralph Kelly. Thanks for listening.